This episode of the Video Gamer UK podcast is sponsored by Video Gamer. So if you'd like to go to the website, it's videogamer.com. If you'd like to see us on YouTube, it's youtube.com forward slash videogamer TV. We're also on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash videogamer and on Twitter and Facebook at videogamer.com. You love video games, we love video games, and that's why you're listening to the Video Gamer UK podcast. My name is Simon Miller. Today, I am joined by Stephen W. Burns. Hello. Tom Ari. Hello. And Patreon guest special man, whoop de doo Alec Norton. Hello. How you doing, dude? You right? I'm not too bad, thanks. Now, Alec, you're quite like, amazing in this sense, because you're back. You've been on a Patreon podcast before, and you've returned. So you're like a super fan. We really appreciate it. Well, that's it. As long as I've got the money in my account, I'll happily pay to turn up here. <laughs> Pow. <laughs> there we there go. There we go. It's sorted. Uh, if you've never listened to us before, it's a podcast about video games. So, you know, get ready for that. <laughs> well, kind some of, people, nominally. Some, some people don't know. Some people don't know. They say, I, I've only just listened to a podcast. I didn't know it was about games. Like, it's called the Video Gamer UK Podcast. Who said that, Miller? Someone in the comments last week. What? Said, this is oh. the first time I've listened to this. I wasn't sure what to expect. I didn't know whether they meant the subject or, you know, the tone or... I don't know. I didn't know what, I, I didn't know what they were going on mm. about. But here we are. We're going to talk about games for an hour or so. So we've got all the big games... All the big games. We had all the big games last week. Kane Lynch 2. You can talk about Kane Lynch 2 if you want. And talk about how you think Tomb Raider is more violent than Kane Lynch 2. You haven't played, have you? What? Tomb Tomb Raider 2? I haven't got Tomb Raider on my Tomb Raider 2. I've not played Rise of the Planet of the Tomb Raider. I don't fucking need to. how, How long is it? About 15 About hours. About 15 hours of fucking killing shit. It's supposed to be good. Kane Lynch 2 is four hours long at best. <laughs> of killing shit. Of killing shit. <laughs> so you, Listen. Do you want to be Lara Croft or do you want to be Kane Lynch? Just pick one. <laughs> I'm really, honestly, I've been watching a lot of Lara Croft. That sounds weird. I've been watching a lot of Tomb Raider. I honestly, I'm more excited. I've played Fallout, which obviously takes away some of the spectacle because, you know, the, yeah. sometimes the anticipation is fun. But I think Tomb Raider is going to be one of my favorite games this year. Tom sold it on me massively, and everything I've seen just makes me go, damn right. I'm well excited about it. Yeah, I, I won't play it because it's on that <laughs> console. Uh, I'll play it when it comes to real consoles. Real but, ones, uh, PS4s yeah. and, and PCs. Maybe PC. PC maybe. probably first. Alan, you've been playing Tomb Raider for the last couple of hours or so. Uh, yeah, I mean, as I was saying to Burns before we started recording, um, I've been enjoying it. Uh, the first bit felt very much like sort of more classic Tomb Raider yeah. with the whole sort of bit in Syria. Got, got to the bit now in Siberia where it's a bit more survival orientated. I'm perhaps not quite as sold on that side of things as other people might be. I prefer my gameplay perhaps a bit more sort of direct when it comes to an action game. Yeah. But it is very violent. I'm going to say that. Tom, how do you feel about this? You've got Burns saying he's not going to play it, plus mm. it's violent. Alex saying he's not really enjoying that much, and it's violent. Well, I feel like you've got to defend Tomb Raider is, a little bit. It is a fact that it is violent yeah. because you've got guns. I mean, all games with guns are violent. Yeah, it's true. But, um, God, Morpho's not that violent. <laughs> next. You still shoot them, though, don't you? <sighs> yeah, well, yeah, but you shoot children with Nerf guns. They're not yeah. particularly violent. I still, it? I mean, it's a violent game. Like, don't go into it thinking it's just like wandering around looking at nice animals and. <laughs> Stuff. No, I'm, I'm rather distraught. I killed Bambi in my play session. Oh yeah. my word! That's just actually Bambi. Disney. Actually, can't be that mad. Disney killed Bambi. Spoilers. Mm, yeah. A lot. So if Disney allowed to kill Bambi, we can kill Bambi. Yeah, Disney always kill Bambi's mother. Animals, don't they? Yeah, all the time. Exactly. So yeah. if they can do it, but I think yeah, it's but... it's really good. So ignore everyone. That's oh, I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. I can't wait. It sounds like a good Christmas game. It sounds. It's, like it's just a good game. Full stop. Solid. Not yeah. even for Christmas. Yeah. Ask the general public. Uh, well, we did a lot of Tomb Raider chat last week. If you want to uh, go back to last week's episode, get in the nitty gritty. Obviously, the big game this week 
Star Wars Battlefront. Da-da-da. Now, it's weird Star Wars Battlefront, because if you had talked to me about it 10 days ago, I would have said, I'm really, really excited. I played maybe a match or two. But mostly just obviously listening to you, Steve, and everything you've done with it. I mean, I don't mean this in a bad way. I mean, in terms of what the game's reception is, it's kind of like soured me on it. I'm like, I'm still going to enjoy it, but it's not really what I thought it was going to be. I hate video games. That's I know the... you do, but I mean, it just sounds a bit short-lived. And I think for me, I was expecting that to be my multiplayer game for a while, but it actually sounds like I'll play it over Christmas, then go, right, I'm done now. Burns, why much. did you review this? Why were you not just reviewing <laughs> Pez again? Yeah, yeah. Did someone actually I, asked I, that? Is that a real... on uh, on Gaff asked why I was reviewing it, and uh, there wasn't really any follow-up to that. It, you know, doesn't... Why is Steve Burns reviewing it? Um, the best way to, to think about Battlefront is, there's uh, a little anecdote for you, is that in our building, we, uh, we know the people who work upstairs who don't work for Video Gamer. And, uh, they work for EA. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the guys um, was into video games and saw him uh, yesterday. And he was like, how good is, is Battlefront? And I said, I reviewed it. I gave it a seven. I felt that uh, for a little while, it's, it's incredible. Uh, it starts to, like, the spectacle starts to wane and there aren't yeah. that many maps. And, and I, but I said to him, right, do you like Star Wars? He said, I love Star Wars. I said, how much free time do you have in a week? And he said, I've got about half an hour uh, every two days to play video games max because he's got two kids. Mm. I said, you know what? Star Wars Battlefront is going to be the best fucking game you ever play. <laughs> because you can hop on. And I said in the review, it yeah. is, once you, if you play it for hours at a time or even like two hours, because there's only four maps in the, in the best modes, it just starts <coughs> to repeat itself and there's mm. no overarching really objective. There's no galactic conquest and the unlocks aren't that great. But to hop on for 20 or 30 minutes every week, blow up an attack, ride a speeder bike through the fucking, you know, legs of whatever, you know, shoot around on... And uh, your blasters. Uh, yeah, and your, and your lasers. <laughs> Not your lasers. Your fucking laser guns. <laughs> Do the Star Wars stuff. Uh, get in, get out. You'll yeah. have a great time. But uh, I, I also feel there's a problem with the, the pricing of the game. I think four maps just isn't enough for Walker Assault, especially with nothing tying them together. And also, the season pass... You know, you get it's like, oh, you get like 16 new maps or something. I'm like, okay, but why can't I have those maps? But isn't the in... season pass 50 bucks? But usually, season passes are, yes, it is. It's very expensive. For 14 Isn't maps. it the same price as like a Battlefield expansion, though? That's true, but the base game doesn't necessarily have enough to make you feel mm. that that's what, what I mean. So you've got just a How many maps in the game? Four. Uh, no, there are in the modes, in the best modes, Supremacy and Walker Assault, there are four maps in rotation at the moment. In smaller modes like Blast, which is Team Deathmatch, mm. or Droid Run, there are um, eight or nine, but they're not built for the, the reason which you bought Battlefront, which is to be in a large scale Star Wars. Sounds a bit fight. like you're paying for content that should have been on the disc. Exactly. Classic argument. We've exactly. got back here again. Alec, have you played it? Played Battlefront yet? Uh, I played the beta, not played the full mm. thing yet. I don't have an Xbox One, so exactly. I've got the access. Um, thing is, like Tom was saying, I was looking forward to it a lot up until when the sort of full playthroughs have been coming through and the reviews. It is looking like a maybe wait for it to go down in price, especially if you've got to be paying a season pass to be getting the full amount of content. Yeah, I, that's the thing. That's, I don't usually care about season passes because I'm like, well, just don't buy it if you don't want it. But this sounds a bit like if you don't buy it, you're kind of missing out on a huge chunk of what you need to make the experience what you thought it would be in the first place. Yeah, and I, I don't think that's... I don't think that's... Uh, I don't know. I don't want to use the word fair because life's fucking not fair. No, Deal with it. But at the same time, this seems a bit more naked, nakedly obvious that you know, you're not really getting enough in that, in that base save, you know, for how much are they? 50 quid, like yeah. 60 bucks, you know, it depends where you go. So it can be 44 to 49 whatever, mm. uh, pounds. But yeah, I just, 
I was really excited in the beta. I remember playing that a lot, and then uh, I wrote about it, and then I started playing it uh, for review. And I was like, everyone, it was one of those experiences where you tell people to come and see it in the games room or the studio. And, you know, those, those experiences are actually quite rare in video games. And the Star Wars theme blares out and you get in the fucking lands. So Star Wars gets away with a lot because of its music. Yeah. Oh, it just conjures mu- up so much emotion and feeling straight away. And the voice acting, while we're talking about audio, oh, yeah. the voice <laughs> acting is fucking trash. I don't like... Palpatine sounds like a fucking wizard old woman <laughs> calling house at a bingo. She, he sounds like fucking new age Bob Dylan. It's like... <laughs> it's absolutely dreadful. But the Vader one's really... Up. So I wrote a piece about this yesterday is that Vader, I think, is played by Matt Sloan. I looked in the credits. In the credits, right, just as an aside, on the aside, in the credits, you have to wait until you've gone through every single part, almost every single part of EA's entire business, including business affairs and the receptionists before you get to the voice talent, right? It's amazing, isn't it? I mean... So Anthony Daniels is, is way at the bottom. But Matt Sloan is the guy, Chad Vader, um, and who did uh, The Force Unleashed. And he's got a really, he did the Force Unleashed. He's got a really good Vader him, yeah. in, like, imitation. And this Vader, like Andy Kelly... Uh, PC gamer, he said, and he was what kicked me off on it. I was thinking about maybe writing something, and he was like, "Why the fuck does it sound like a guy talking into a pint glass?" And I was like, "Right, I've got to write about it now." <laughs> so it, it, it's things like that. Like, it, but where does the fault lie with that? Is it the voice actor or the production of the audio? Well, I think that the voice actor, if it is Matt Sloan, and he, it doesn't have the names of who they played, just right, those okay. voice talent as a whole. Uh, but he is, if it is him playing Darth, and why wouldn't it be? Uh, he is really good in Chad Vader and The Force Unleashed. Yeah. He he gets that kind of thing uh, right with uh, James Earl Jones's voice, where James Earl Jones's voice is, you know, it's, it's, it's got that bass tone that everyone goes for when they imitate it. But it's really clear the diction, and it's cruel, and because all he all he can communicate with is obviously his voice, because he's not doing the actions. He's dubbing someone mm. and he's a stage actor and he won like Tony's and whatever and you can fucking tell like, <laughs> he's really really good and it's really clear what he says and how he says it and he gets a lot across but this I think the audio mix is too high so the <sighs> it's really loud and it sounds like he's <laughs> shouting over it <laughs> look oh, like, he wants people to hear his cool voice yeah and uh, and because he only speaks in sound bites so in The Force Unleashed... But doesn't you have... he say something like, I'm going to kill you with my lightsaber yeah. or something? Darth Vader does not say shit like no. that. But in The Force Unleashed, you'd have full cutscenes to articulate whatever he's saying. Here, it's just like, insignificant, while you're running around here. do 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 So yeah, uh, that part of the audio is bad. I think it's more in the mix and the direction. Yeah. But yeah, Strange Game Battlefront, the best game you've ever played for about 30 minutes and then just a, a, a kind of mediocre if still slightly engaging Star Wars game. I think it's one of those, if you got it on Christmas and you know all your mates got it on Christmas oh, man. and you just play that all day with your mates, I imagine the Perfect best Christmas game. of your life. But... Hoth, Christmas Day, hopefully it's snowing outside. It fucking won't be Cameron. But uh... then come January, it's going to annoy everyone, but it's true, you probably go back to Call of Duty. I saw a lot of people getting mad that you compared it to Call of Duty, but it's like, Guys, it's a first-person <laughs> online shooter. I know you can play third-person as well, but let's, you yeah. know, let's, let's be honest with these kind of things. And you've got to give it to, to Call of Duty this year. It's done a pretty good job in bringing that whole thing back. I, I think it's fair to compare the two. I really do. I don't well, think it's, it's a problem at it's all. It's a rank-and-unlock first-person shooter. Exactly. If you've got 50 quid... <laughs> What's the fucking problem listen, If you've got 50 quid, I think on a podcast like this, or with critique, I think you're more within your rights to go, right, you've got 50 quid, do you buy Call of Duty or do you buy Battlefront? I mean, it's kind of obvious, like Star Wars by Battlefront, yeah. yes. But if you're looking at it mechanic to mechanic, I think it's a fine mm. thing to compare. Very odd. But I, um, it's a bit unfortunate. I was, like, I was really looking for it. It's like my secret 
game I want it to be super good. It sounds like it will be, but just not. I want yeah, it to be not now. the whole year. The whole year I want it to be playing Battlefield. Yeah. Oh, well. Never mind. Uh, talking about actually, we'll segue into Black Ops 3 quickly. Simply because the last few podcasts, we talked about campaign. We talked about multiplayer. We haven't played zombies. I haven't talked about zombies yet. I did a little video on it yesterday. We kind of touch on it now. You know, I, I, it's, I said to you yesterday, Burns, it's kind of the first time I've ever played zombies. Who's played zombies properly, Tom? No. Alec? Uh, very long time ago. The original Black Ops, I think. So that's five, five years, ago. years ago. What did you think of it at yeah. the time? Um, well, it's interesting because it's very similar to a Half-Life mod we made about two or three years before Zombies came out. So, uh, Pal, Activision you, uh, stole it. That's what, that's <laughs> what we're getting at. confirmed in the Video Game UK podcast. That's my conspiracy theory. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But I mean... So, it, so it's all... Oddly, it's all because I knew about zombies and what the gameplay like was going to be in from the mod that I worked on. Yeah. I think it's obviously a more polished version of that. But What was the mod you worked on? Um, it was called Resident Evil to Serve and Protect for Half-Life. Right. Which we had the multiplayer mode, which was zombies advancing in unlimited numbers, yeah. pulled up windows and doors yeah. and fight them as they're coming through. Revelations yeah. on the video There's game. There's David Vonderhaar in his <laughs> massive office in LA going, guys, have you played this, uh, you played this, we this got, Half-Life mode? <laughs> we got a load of money and coverage. It's Do something with it. It's a fucking massive Half-Life <laughs> mod anyway. Have you played any of Black Ops 3? Have you touched uh, it at all? Not at all, no. I'm not, You're just not into Call of Duty anymore? Not anymore, no. I mean, I don't think it's bad. It's just sort of, it's just sort of, for me, it's lost its luster, really. Yeah. I had fun with it in the past, but I've got other games to play now. So I agree with that, but I do think Black Ops 3 is really good. And the zombies mode, like, it's the first time I played it properly. And as I found out through the lovely internet, apparently I'm not supposed to know what I'm doing. That's half the fun of zombies. And me wanting a bit of hand-holding makes me a terrible person that should burn oh, in hell. Oh, fuck off. I but I stand by it. I, I think zombies is a great idea. I think it's a great mode. I played it in co-op yesterday as well, um, properly. Uh, well a bit more than I had done and I do think that there is something there but I do the same I don't like this whole world just you know work out what you're I don't, I don't mind that in some games I just think in zombies a little bit of I don't even know just the arrow pointing but not like obviously perfect dark would have been helpful I know that's a terrible thing to say no one agrees for me though I just think because you start off a game like I did yesterday and three people leg it and yeah. they go and you stand there going what, what? <laughs> <laughs> and you just feel you know you feel out of whack and no one's actually talking to you on the headset unless they call you a piece of shit or something oh, yeah, I just always. think it would have benefited more from a bit of structure a bit mm. of go over there go over there mm. I think it's good though and I think the thing I think Triarch should take the most kind of pride in is it does feel completely different from the other two modes but with still within a Call of Duty setting and I think that's yeah. impressive I think uh, I think Triarch are incredibly smart I when you when you look at how much effort must go into making a multiplayer, if it's, if, if people don't like it, it just gets slayed. Like, right. and there's a lot of money on the line there. So to do multiplayer and have your teams working on that as you know as a matter of course, but trying to bring something new or at least rejig it slightly, and then also to have teams focusing on campaign and zombies and yeah. have the added pressure of people buy it for zombies. You know, so it's a really good studio. I don't. You know, I didn't really like Black Ops Two, but when you when you break it down, I think there's a lot of shit talked about lazy developers because people didn't like the game or X features oh, not time, in it. Yeah. Like, if you ever go to a development house, people are sleeping under their fucking desk, motherfucker. Mm. Hey, they're kids. That's, nope. Where's your wife? Don't know. <laughs> don't know. Take a bump. <laughs> I think Black Ops Three, if nothing else, you can tell that Treyarch are really passionate about the Black yeah. Ops. You know, really, even campaign, which you know we chatted about, feels misguided and a bit. I played campaign yesterday. Did you like it? I think it's garbage. Yeah, <laughs> I played. Yeah, yeah. I That's played, everyone says. Played, anyway, oh, Treyarch, now sit down. <laughs> I played about fifteen minutes, and I've literally like I got to the bit in the opening where like the Terminator start walking out. In the yeah, oh, it's really bad. It's bad, isn't it? bad isn't it? <laughs> and and it the whole thing 
just feels it's weird to say it, it all feels so fake like the way yeah. it plays yeah. feels so weird like almost like when you see like in a tv show and they've made someone's playing an fps it's not a real <laughs> fps it's something they've made for the show it all feels so like like i'm not really doing it somehow no i totally agree and with i don't you. like it at all and i'm sure maybe it's just the intro because the intro obviously usually is a bit different just, to the rest of the game just but skips the last level it just feels really wrong no you just fight robots yeah, constantly. Uh, and they, they look terrible. They are they're just boxy. They're like go bots. I think yeah. the the problem with the campaign is summed up by the little secret thing you get when you finish the game, which is tiny spoiler if you really not a spoiler at all, but some people like to go into these things blind, is you can they're all zombies. They yeah. transform into zombies. Now the fact you can just so easily replace <laughs> robots for zombies says to me that it's not exactly, you know, the most complicated thing on the planet. But I, I, this, but that's I think a lot of effort went into it though. I think no, they meant it well. Looks, it just looks, didn't pull it, it off. It looks really, like nice. Like it looks super expensive and but so does Transformers. Yeah, it, you know it I mean? feels yeah. so like I can't really explain how it, like how it plays. It just doesn't feel like how it should play. It feels like I'm not doing anything, even though I'm shooting all these people. Yeah, and it's because they're robots. No, but it's not the robots. It's the way it feels to play. It just feels so almost like I'm not doing it, even though I know I am. Wow. Makes no sense. Have you played multiplayer yet? No. Oh, okay. Because I think the multiplayer is... Re- I mean, again, zombies, I think, is, is well-intentioned. And it's okay, and it's good, and people that like zombies will love it. Campaign, I think, is, is, is not a success. I think, again, effort is there, but didn't work. Yeah. Multiplayer, though, I think, is great. Like, I really want to go over one more time. I think multiplayer this year... I think I do prefer it to Advanced Warfare last year. And I thought Advanced Warfare was good, but this one just really feels like... I think I prefer it to Advanced Warfare, and I thought that was bloody good. Mm. So, Alec, when did you uh, stop playing Call of Duty? I'm always interested to ask people about this because, for me, it was after the first Black Ops. That's pretty much the point where I stopped. Yeah. Well. I, maybe I just got too old at that point. I was just like, you know, I'm past it. But yeah. first Black Ops, I loved the setting. And then the second one, I was like, Ugh. But it just seemed, that just seemed to go yeah, off. I wasn't particularly sort of struck on where Black Ops 2 went into this sort of far future yeah. sort of thing. I sort of like that alternate reality take mm. as opposed to it. And it just sort of felt like, for me, sort of Black Ops was the pinnacle of like Call of Duty's multiplayer. It was really good. Yeah, it was the point that all of my friends were also playing it, which yeah. helps. After that, we all sort of drifted off to other games, yeah. especially sort of as the Battlefield games were sort of really ramping up at that That's a good point, actually. Battlefield 3 is around about the sort of same time, isn't it? I so, so I never liked the Battlefield game. I'm not like, they never took over from my Call of Duty. It's a different game to me. I don't, I don't it's play It's not pick it. up and play. I should play it because I'm, I'm too old now to Twitch yeah. uh, shoot. Uh, which sounds weird, <laughs> but no, uh, cool. you know, if I can just fly a plane around and crash it into people, great. Mm. Yeah, you oh. wouldn't want to do that, Tom. What do you want to talk about this week? I know you've been playing a lot of football manager, you may not necessarily it's want to talk much about all that. I've but been playing, and, I, and playing. every now and then, you often shout out fucking yeah. Tottenham or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's that it's, it's just it's a weird game. How I mean, if you've never played football manager, like, if you like football, you probably have at some point, but yeah. if you haven't, it's such a weird thing because essentially you're looking at a load of numbers all the time mm. making decisions that you, lots of the time don't appear to do anything <laughs> so you're, you're trying to make your team play well and pick the right like formations and give them team talks all this stuff but then it all goes wrong and you think like why has this happened yeah. there's no and lots of it makes no sense but somehow you accept that what's happening <laughs> and just keep going like i started as spurs because we always start as spurs and I had about five games, and I was like one place above relegation. I was oh, no, sacked. Tom. I was sacked. Oh. Immediately sacked. I thought it was a bit unfair, because I bought... 
<laughs> press conference. I bought, and I told him in the press that it was unfair. Good. Um, because I bought, I was focusing on youth, so I, I spent all my like, budget really on a couple of like 18-year-olds who were yeah. going to be like pr- big, hot prospects. So I was planning a long game and then got rid of me. Um, and he got uh, uh, Mancini in, I think. To, to, oh, where to did you go, me. though? What team did well, you take? Well, I, I was just kind Barnet. of hanging out in bars and stuff for a while. <laughs> is that actually what you do? Is no, that actually, all right, no. what do you do when you're between jobs? You, just, you just look at emails and right. just sit around. You can do like you can talk to the media now and kind of try and get a job. So I I said I'm interested in the forest job. Ooh, don't know why I said job. that. Don't know, don't know why. A lot of expectations. Yeah. So and then I I did like an interview and I was I was demanding all this stuff and they're saying no. Is it like theme know. park with the weird hands? Do you remember that? <laughs> no, they no. should have that though. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I got the forest job even though. They told me numerous times that there was no money for anything. I thought, <laughs> can't be that bad. Surely can't be that bad. It is that bad. Oh, dear. Oh, I, dear. I, they're bottom of the championship, like adrift significantly. Um, this so is you very similar them. to what Tim Sherwood did. Like, I obviously, Aston Villa were bottom of the Premier League. Mm. So I just find it intriguing. Yeah. So I had no money at all. Like, there was zero transfer budget, zero money to do anything, no money to put into any resources of like training or anything. Um, Money from sales of players, yeah. So I could sell someone for ten million. Mm. I'd get one million to spend on Shit. transfer. That's a clubbing um, problems. Ever but <laughs> <laughs> but I did turn it around. So now I'm like, now you're the boy. I'm within touching distance of the playoffs. Really? I probably won't quite make it because they fucked me over like badly. <laughs> so it's somebody else. Like it's, it's that classic thing. Like I was doing so well, and then there's about eight games left of the season. I think. Yeah. And. Um, I just lost some games that I should never have lost, like the classic, like hitting the bar all the time, missed a penalty, all that bollocks, and then they score in like 92nd minute, all that kind of crap. Um, but there's all these players that I really, I didn't know, didn't give a shit about at all when mm. I took over, and suddenly now I care about yeah. them. It's weird. Like, do you care about them in real life now as well? Are you going to no. keep them on the Iron Forest to see if they score But what's happened in previous years is I do get kind of confused about what's going on in real life and what's going on in Football Manager. Because when, when I, my last time I played it properly a few years ago, like Spurs were, I took them to like winning the Champions League numerous times and stuff. And at that point, you kind of lose track of what's real and what's happening in the game. <laughs> <laughs> and then you look at the actual league and you're like, no nowhere. nowhere near Champions then, League, yeah. But yeah, it's weird because I've never really done this before. Whereas if I got sacked previously, I'd probably just start again. But I thought I might as well give it a go, see where yeah. I end up. And it's, it's actually quite interesting because you, it, you, it's completely different to how you'd play it if you were like managing one of the big clubs because you've got no resources at all. Mm. Um, what about mechanically? How does it like evolve from last year and stuff? It doesn't, lot, it doesn't really. That's why like, a lot of people have been mad that nothing's changed. They've, they've got some new stuff in like the press interaction stuff. Is, there's a lot more of it. Like you talk to the press all the time. They're constantly asking you stuff. You can say things like about anything, really. Like you can have a go at plays. You can have a go at the board. Um, like I did have a go at the board. They telling them I leaked to the press that they were refusing to spend any money. Um, <laughs> Lovely. Lovely, but that didn't result in anything because they've got no money. It doesn't matter how much I leak it. There's not many money. Um, so that's there's a lot of talking to the press. So so much that I did start sending my assistant a few times because there's so, only so many times you can answer like a series of. You questions. went full Newcastle football. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, they've got like the pro zone stats, um, which is a lot of stats. So like 
I'm not entirely sure if I really know how to make use of them all. There's so many things you can look at. Yeah. Um, you probably need to kind of have a kind of course in how to understand because it's the same things that professionals use. So it's a lot to take in and how much use that is to the average person, I don't know, but it's there if you want it. Mm. Um, you can make your manager this time. Ooh. Ooh. Um, yeah. Exciting. <laughs> And like because you can have see him running up the side of the pitch and shouting and getting sent off, but it looks garbage. Like the actual man, <laughs> like, like for something they've actually said is like a big feature. Like the play, the character creation is terrible. Like just you can't help but make something like a completely grotesque. hideous. There's no way to have facial hair, which is I don't understand why that's even a thing. Like why can't I just put a beard on him? Instantly look more like me. Um, <laughs> It's just like there's not a great deal of new stuff, but then some of it, like the injury stuff, seems better. Transfer market seems more realistic. I, mean, I haven't played it as much as I used to play it. Like you play it a lot, though, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've played it for about thirty hours. Yeah, um, that's, an, that's. But then enough. in like that's previous, like like now. previous football manager, like the last one I played a few years ago, I probably ended up playing for like two hundred hours or something. Yeah, and by that point, the transfer market had been fucked so much that I couldn't buy anyone for less than like ninety million pounds. <laughs> it's like real life. <laughs> Like anyone, it was just ridiculous. Um, so I don't know how this is going to, in the end, it may end up being just as screwed as that was, but yeah. it feels more realistic. Um, I think it's like it's, it is just an iteration on what was before, but it's still a good game. Like mm. if you get into it, it's hard to stop playing it. It is very good. It's just if you played last year's one, then possibly well, not worth it. The, they've updated all the rosters, right? People love yeah, that stuff. It's just like it's a classic yearly update type mm. game. You've got the. Um, They've called it Full Manager Touch this year, I think. I think it was called Classic, where it's like the more streamlined, quicker mode, so you can get through seasons a lot quicker. That's how I played it a bit before, because if you haven't got much time, you can just whiz through it a lot yeah. better. That now links to the iOS Android version, so as long as you only play that mode, you can hop between the PC and the, the mobile game um, with the save. So when you're on the commute, yeah, <laughs> carry the save with you and all that kind of stuff. Um, which is nice, but I mean, if you're coming to it new and you're playing the full version, it is hard to get into. There's so much stuff. Yeah. There's so much stuff to get into. So there's like tips all over the place, but really, it's like like it doesn't help you understand what you're doing. Like yeah. trying, I, I still don't understand all the training training menus, and I've played this game on and off for like five, six years or more. It's just like there's so much stuff there I don't really get. Like some of it is just design issues and. Yeah it's just not very well made parts of it but it's still I get over those issues because the rest of the game is so, so addictive but. there you go it's a new football it's on everything as well isn't it like it's on phone and it's, it's on Mega well I'm not sure if the, I'm not sure if the mobile versions are out yet or not well shut my mouth but it, it will be it's on like PC and Mac and stuff and then Football Manager Touch will be on tablets uh, and probably phones as well I assume uh, at some point I'm not sure when they're out if they're out now or if they're out soon or not mm. there you go but it doesn't surprise I don't know what people want from Portal Manager now because that kind of does exactly the job that it's you want it to do so what else that, do you do that, to it it's the, it's the same thing like FIFA has when yeah. they, get, they get to the point where it's people really like it and then what do you do to make it better like mm. they're doing stuff all the time like making it look a bit better when you're actually watching the highlights and stuff yeah. but that's not really why people play Portal Manager so I don't know 
it's just it's a hard one to see where they can really improve like beyond what they've already got mm. there you go Alec mm. what have you been playing what do you want to talk about on this episode uh, anything you want I have started on Fallout 4 you have started on Fallout 4 yeah. how, uh, how, what's the hours because I said to Jim the other day how's Fallout 4 going he goes oh I've just started it's <laughs> how many hours 25 <laughs> and I was like well it's not really just starting Fallout 4 whereabouts into it uh, I'd say I'm about 10 hours in at okay, the moment so you're a good chunk but, yeah I'm, I'm deliberately not trying to get too far in at the moment yeah. because about 15 years experience in Bethesda games I know it's generally best to wait for a patch and mods to come in first <laughs> <laughs> I learned that all the way back in uh, Daggerfall back in what was it 1998 or yeah. so and uh, doing the main quest there and one of the main people just disappeared and I couldn't can carry it on it's amazing isn't it yeah. how good is that video games so I'm Seeing what new features like, tried the community building, yeah. and that sort of thing. I love the community but building. I'm not getting too far into the story until I know that things are at least 75% okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but you, your gut feeling is good? You like it? Because some people aren't that high on it anymore. I'm I'm liking it. It is obviously basically Fallout 3 Part 2. Yeah. Um, I'm not quite a fan of where the conversation system's gone. It's a bit too simplified for me. Mm. But that's just me speaking as a pretentious kit, having played, <laughs> having played the, on the sort of original ones and all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think it's a good game. It's a decent one. Probably make my top top ten for the year. But okay, so middling at the moment, kind of yeah. seeing where it's going and stuff. Okay, fair enough. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, well, I thought since last time, I was a bit negative. For good reason, because it was about Metal Gear Solid It 2. was, yeah, I remember but, that. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't have Burns to back me up at that time. No, he didn't. He was in that one. He was <laughs> away with the fairies. But I, I thought I'd just bring along um, just a few instances of a few games that uh, I thought were very good this year, which haven't been touched on by Video Gamer that much. Oh, bringing us the no, task. It's, it's not a slight on you at all. No, nah, we're all offended there's, now. There's obviously a million games to go through each year. <laughs> not going to get to all How many of them. have we got? Three. Three. Okay, there what's the first one? Right. The first one is a point-and-click adventure game called Tormentum Dark Sorrow. Anyone? Fuck me. Here we go, boys. Tormentum Dark Sorrow, no? Right. (laughs) Tell us about Tormentum Dark Sorrow. Right. Uh, Basically, it's a horror-slash-Geiger-themed adventure uh, set in a sort of hellish hellish landscape and castle. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) the main sort of draw for it is actually sort of the artwork for it. Every single sort of screen that you're on looks like it could be the cover of an Iron Maiden album. Shit, I'm in. I'm in. I'm play this shit. I'm going to write down. I've got <laughs> visions of your new house, Burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it plays very smoothly. It's It's got this sort of uh, system that I'm liking in a lot of new point-and-click adventure games where you don't have to move your character around to every single pixel on the screen to do anything. Mm. It's basically, you enter a room, you're in a spot, what you click on gets used. It's it's very time saving. I like that. Um, Playstyle wilds puzzles. They're not too difficult, so it's one that people can sort of drop into yeah. get through. There's hints buried around in how, how to do all of them. Um, there's also sort of a morality system in place throughout the game as well. Mm. Um, so you can help people kill them off that sort of thing. And what seems like it might be a good choice at first can lead to something unintended down the yeah. road. So it works quite well. It's it's not an overly complicated game it's, it's cheap enough on Steam I think it's about a 10 or so is it PC only yeah? uh, PC, Mac, Linux right. I don't think they've got any console plans at the moment yeah. just because of the style of gameplay but it's one I would keep an eye on just oh, what yeah. made you play that game I would interest <laughs> <laughs> Why did you, how did you find it did you see it on Steam and think it looked good or um, I found it through a rival broadcaster did you <gasps> Oh my! Hold Jim on, Jim Sterling. Yeah, oh, no, oh, he's, Sterling's he's, fine. He's, Sterling's a boy. He's a compadre, yeah, he's fine. He's a compatriot. 
Okay, what's game number two? Number two is one that you have covered in the past when it was in early access, and that's Chaos Reborn. Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know, what is Chaos Reborn? I know, I know someone that knows. Yes, uh, he who shall not be named uh, played it. It's a turn-based strategy game um, done on a sort of a hex-based system. It's based on uh, old game um, Chaos and Chaos 2, Lords of Midnight, back on Spectrum and Commodore. Um, they've updated it. It now looks actually pretty lovely. Um, it, it's come out of early access as of last month, so it's a full-fledged release. Um, it's got the beginnings of a single-player campaign in there now as well. It is very multiplayer-focused, um, but the way it works is you're on this hex-based grid, take it in turns. Your sort of spell uh, deck is basically slightly randomised depending on what sort of equipment you're taking in. So if you've got... Uh, chaos-based equipment, you're basically getting stuff like um, goblins, vampires, that sort of thing. Going with a law-based deck, it's all unicorns and elves. Right. Yeah. Um, everything sort of plays off on a percentage-based system. Um, you can use your mana power to make things more likely to be cast, but there's also basically sort of a illusion-based system where you get a 100% chance to cost, but if someone casts a disbelief spell on it, that thing instantly goes away and they get cast another spell. So it's very good sort of drop-in tactical game. Games yeah. last no more than about 20 minutes. And the one thing I do have to say for it, it's got one of the best online communities I've actually played with. Oh, Shit, there you go. There you go. No one's calling you like a dick <coughs> mong or anything like that. very gracious. You take wins with a laugh just because of the fact that a lot of it ends up being down to the percentage numbers. You can't always control what's going on. Oh, those games. Yeah. Those games. The last can't, game. Can't do them. Yeah. Fallout. <laughs> I was going to say. Missed this, missed this gunshot from, <laughs> from a yard away. <laughs> What's game number three? And game number three, game one you've touched on, but not going depth, is Life is Strange. Mm. Yeah, I don't really get Life is Strange. Like everyone rants and raves about it, but I just, it doesn't, i got no appeal, no I've reason to I've seen Sweet Valley play. High, lads. That's what, yes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what are they I, called? Jessica and... I don't know. I, I know Jessica, but I don't know the other one. Tiffany, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that'll do. Yeah, I, I don't want... What, what, tell me, because I think a lot of people know what Life is Strange is. Why should we play Life is Strange? No Why is it? I think yeah, you yeah, should no play it because it's a telltale, telltale game done right by people who aren't telltale. Oh, look at that. Why? See? Shots. Right, fire everyone else. This guy's writing all the fucking strap lines from now on. Did you That's like, how it should be done. Did you like Walking Dead Season 1? I like The Walking Dead Season 1. Uh, so do you think that was good? I do think yeah, that was think Telltale done right. I'm not saying that Telltale are bad, but they've got their points. They're sort of stuck in a bit of a rut as to how they do things. <laughs> mm. um, and I think Life is Strange is something that's actually advanced that, what's the best way to do it, multiple path adventure story gubbins. Yeah. Um, it's got characters that you can actually grow to care about. It The choices do actually tend to make a bit more of an impact as you go on. Yeah. Um, and generally, it's also on a serious spot for a moment. It's actually tackled a lot of issues very well, sort of bullying, suicide, um, sexual harassment, that sort of thing. It does it in a very sort of actual adult way rather than what you'd expect a video game plot of, look, here's someone committing suicide. Yeah. It actually builds up to things. It's a lot more nuanced than other sort of story-based games have been in the past. You know what? I've read a lot of reviews of... People uh, love it. Of, of that game I don't think anyone's actually explained it as succinctly as that there's been a lot of fucking waffle about oh it's this and it's that and it made me feel yeah that is that I might I won't I, hold on I will play the game if I can play it like chaotic evil so if I can be like if someone's like oh, yeah I want you to commit suicide not well maybe not that <laughs> <laughs> but if I can play it uh, I, one of the main criticisms that really turned me off in the early days was 
uh, when we covered the kind of first episode was that the writing was quite bad and I hear that that's that's been apparently, remedied or they've, they've worked on it after yeah. episode one it gets better apparently yeah, yeah that's what I would say that they sort of I think one problem is it's sort of like where they're where it's basically high school students um, and it's being written by a French team who've never been to an American high school it can seem a bit stilted the cage know. effect right that's it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it does get better as it goes along um I think one thing to sort of bear in mind as well is that it does play a lot like an outside view of what these people think American high school life is like. It's I don't think it's... Obviously, they want it to sell to an American audience, but I don't think it's designed for them. It's, OK. It's, it's a very sort of um, stylized, um interpretive means of it. All right. Well, you, you know what? I'm actually more interested in that game now. You won't play it, though. I listen. I I can't. I've I've got to go and do house stuff. Exactly. That's what I do now. It's gone now. It's over. Yeah, look I'm 31 years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? I can't play video games. Right. Does anyone want to mention any other games before we answer some answer questions? Tomb Raider. Just to mention it. Say his name. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Yeah. I would actually just like to say one good thing about Tomb Raider. Mm. Here we go. Um, and that's the subtitling system. It's um, good. It's colored. It's different colors per character. Yeah, because I'm it's really so, good. That makes sense. Yeah, because um, I'm slightly hard of hearing. Mm. Um, obviously. A lot of games now are finally getting sort of subtitled for the most part, but it can just be sort of lots of lines of text all in the same sort of white yeah. font. Just having it colour coded a bit helps to differentiate between the characters, and that's a thumbs yeah. up for them. Do you know what? You talk about Fallout 4 bugs, subtitles were fucked. There yeah. you go. Sometimes, if you, you know, you can skip conversations, sometimes that gets well confused. You just get random bits of text thrown up on the screen. <laughs> so, all right, cheers, Bethesda. They Appreciate are the best. Them. They are the best. You've got to love them. Um, I didn't ask what's right. Just Cause Three's not come out yet. Neither is Smash Tennis. But what's your game of the year? Just quickly, Burns. Metal Gear Solid Five. Yes, I thought it would be. Alec, have you got one? It's Life is Strange. It's Life is Strange. Right? Okay. Trying to treat. Shit, right. I got to play it now because you know, you know, I like going onto internet message boards and winding <laughs> people up. Yeah. I feel that's a bit of a blind spot. I feel that I need to get Life is Strange played and then start winding people up. There is a right. NeoGaf thread where people get very wound up if you take the piss out of it. So. I'm a NeoGaf member now. Oh, Life is Strange, lol. There you go. I'll wind them up, mate. Um, <laughs> and obviously, Tom and I and Scam will chat about all that on the last week's episode. If you listen to that, right? Questions. The first guy's name I'm going to butcher, so I apologise to you straight away. But Mio Drag Kovacevic. That's right, actually. That kind of kind of sounded real. Uh, at MDKII, I think that is. Yeah. Are we getting a Miller Report Christmas special where he gives the gift of truth? Now, I've thrown this one in there because you are going to get Christmas specials, video game wise, it's video game TV on YouTube for everyone you can possibly imagine. So anyone you associate with seeing on visual stuff for Video Gamer is going to have a Christmas special, hopefully. That's the plan. <laughs> I say it now, it'll all fall down. But yeah, so tune into that. Uh, John from Accounting at Cajun Firefly says, is it wrong that I'm still playing Rocket League? No. It won't be right. Yeah. Everyone loves Rocket League. People love it. Who in here like Rocket Everyone like Rocket League. I liked League, it, right? yeah. I gave it a seven. Oh. People are going to be like, you gave, <laughs> that, good Star Wars Battlefront. you gave that game a seven. It's like... Yeah, because I've just felt like I, you know, I'm kind of done with this now. But I know people who absolutely swear by it. And I said in the review, it's really fucking good. But eh, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I liked it, and then I just forgot about it completely and yeah. went back to it. Alec, it's a game I, I like it a lot. I'll dip into it sort of every sort of two or three, two or three weeks, just sort of if I've got nothing else to do at the time being, go in, play a few games, half an hour, drop out again. I think it's very good for that sort of gameplay. Star Wars Battlefront. There you go. Yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, Brett Claxton. Oh yeah, I put this one for a reason. Uh, how has Miller liked WWE? Ugh. How has Miller liked WWE 2K16? I've enjoyed it. I like the 2K showcase and idea of working the matches too. 
I just want to put that in there because I had a few tweets about it. I'm going to do a video on it. I just need to play it more and life's well mm. busy, but I will get around to that eventually. I think it's the best worst game this year. You think it's terrible then? Um, it's not terrible, but there's still the plethora of bugs. That I tell you, it. you want to talk about old engines. That's yeah. the oldest of all the engines. It's <laughs> from 1999 and it hasn't changed. And don't try and pretend to me it's not because I know that it is. <laughs> Fom Edwards at Fom360. Favourite open world game? I think that's nice and simple. Start with you, Burns. What, of, all, of all time, I guess so. We'll do, yeah, of all time. Screw well, it. you could kind of split that into favorite open world and favorite open world game. But at the moment, I love the Los Santos and in GTA mm. Five mainly because you go to Los Angeles a lot for work and whatever, and yeah, you just drive around. Yeah. And what they've done is they've not remember when that game True Crime Streets of LA. They're like, we've mapped every fucking inch of LA. <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't feel like LA. This feels like Los Angeles. Yeah. But, you know, they've obviously just kind of like made everything a lot smaller. But yeah, you can just drive around it and be like, oh, now I'm in Santa Monica. And yeah, shit, there's that shop I went <laughs> yeah, into. I went to, Fuck. Yeah. So they get all the landmarks right. It's amazing. Let's do favorite open world then. Sorry, Thon, we're kind of changing your question, but it's happening. Tom, favorite <laughs> yeah. open world. It's not going to say the game, but the world you just like being in. Rise of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> Tom loves it. The cities in PGR4. Okay, but no, Rise of the Tomb Raider is (laughs) kind of it's not a proper open world, but it does have a couple of big areas that are, yeah, like had we gone back a few years, you'd be thinking, Wow, this is a massive area to explore. It's only because we've now got massive, massive games like Fallout and GTA and stuff. Mm. But I, I, not every game needs to for me, the kind of site like the worlds in Tomb Raider are about what I want because they're not so big, I get completely lost. And a lot of the issue I have with games like GTA 5 and um any big like Saints Row series and stuff is that there's so much stuff to do yeah. I end up just not bothering with it and just going straight on with the, the main story because mm. um, I feel a bit like overwhelmed with stuff to do whereas, whereas the Tomb Raider's got a nice amount of stuff to do and it's not overwhelming yeah. So and it does feel like you can explore and there's like animals over the place and there's different parts to each zone and stuff so yeah Tomb Raider Alec I'm preempting Burns rolling his eyes here but it's Morrowind <laughs> <laughs> Jim would agree with you. Uh, Fuck that game. I would have said Lost Santos as well, but as you said it, I just I like Arkham City. Just do. I like it. I yeah. like, oh, oh, Batman's in it. Yeah, that's why it's good. Uh, uh, David Chalmers at David J. Chalmers. Have any of you been truly addicted to a game and how did you manage to wean yourself off it? Who wants to start on that one? It's properly addicted to like... Football Manager Online. Really? Mm-hmm. How many hours? Loads. Over a thousand? Well... <laughs> I was, it was it was it was definitely recording in days like shit if not weeks by the time i'd finished how did you stop playing it uh got a girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> i thought they were saying you were still playing you like no. don't tell them i mean to I be fair they did they did close it down so well, yes, that's maybe stuff. that's why mm-hmm. but um yeah i definitely weaned myself off a bit by then but I probably might still be playing it if it's still going but probably go. not to the same Jeez. extent but yeah, it's the first time i've ever been properly invested in something like that uh, City of Heroes, the MMO. Jeez, I never even touched that. Why was it so... I can't even remember what it was like. Um, it, well, at the time, it was pretty much the old superhero game going around. That's true, yeah. I made a lot of uh, friends in there, still friends with them in real life as well. Yeah, I played it sort of consistently for about three years, then on and off until it eventually got closed down. It was just really good fun. Mm-hmm. There you go, Ben. Well, no real gaming addiction. There's been like a bit of infatuation, <laughs> would say... Uh, like GTAs when they come out and Batman Arkham Asylum. Yeah. But uh, I'll say that 
when uh, addiction probably applies to Call of Duty 4. When it came out, I was working the early shift at EA and every single person in that department would be getting home at like three in the afternoon and then just tanning it for hours. <laughs> and you have people coming in who were on the late shift yeah. who'd got home at 10 or 11 and just gone, yeah, I'm just going to do this until, you know, probably about 7 a.m. Fucking hell. And uh, yeah, we got to the point where if you weren't playing it when you got in from work or you know because it maybe took you a few hours or you had a family where people and i did this a couple of times you'd wait until the evening so everyone was home and all your friends who didn't work the same hours you play till two you'd have to be up at five <laughs> and you were like <sighs> but you know i was 21 i was about 22 then it's the time to do it. yeah don't worry I was, I was invincible now now if i play an hour of have i'm like oh, yeah, i gotta, sl- gotta yeah. sleep yeah oblivion was probably mine Genuinely got obsessed with that for a while and just stopped, didn't we? Myself, I just did everything, yep. there's nothing else to do. So, I'm like, well, playing. Uh, Psy Closing Games at Danish with the Arkham trilogy now finished. What book slash comic slash film IP do you want to see turned into a great video game? He said, Great, not a shit one, <laughs> I want a shit video, it was a great video game. No one, well, I'll chip in. I really want to see a good Three Musketeers game. Like, yeah, yeah, it, could it, it, it seems it's the thing that you could do sort of similar to sort of say an action RPG maybe in the Bioware mold yeah. there's a lot of political intrigue going there if you can get some decent sword combat and whatnot, in I think it could make a great title I want the one with the dogs <laughs> dog Tanya yeah. yeah you can get dog Tanya get, get I bet dog. that license is well cheap <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's much demand for dog Tanya yeah probably not <laughs> anything anyone else I mean I don't really Batman's my he was always my guy so Spider-Man's been done don't really need like an Avengers or a Justice League game. Do you know, what? I fa- you know, what I want my life. We talked about this. When people talk about VR, they're like, "Oh, VR is going to be amazing because you can like be stalked by the alien and alien isolation, or you can X, Y, and Z. You can fly in a spacecraft." What I really want is like um, like VR tourism. I want, and this is going to be in the future. But it, speaking of adaptations, I want to be able to sit in the driver's seat or in the back seat while uh, while Raul Duke. And Dr. Gonzo are on their way to um, Vegas. Yeah. You know, I want to be able to watch sporting events or whatever. Yeah. And they've already talked about that. But if you're talking about like uh, adapting like literature and stuff, it's always been very difficult because they're different mediums. But if you can like sit there, and it'd be very difficult and it's very future tech, but that excites me about VR more than, yeah, you can you can play a space pilot. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I want to be able to you know, be, be walking around, say, like, historical sites, like Assassin's Creed, where you're yeah. like, oh, I want to walk around Victorian London. I just yeah. want to see what it was like to actually, you know, hit the goggles on and do it. It may sound a bit Star Trek, but that excites me more than in t- talking of adaptations and stuff. No, I don't So agree. in 20 years' time, yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'll be dead by then, so that's sad. Make, make, <laughs> make me that Superman game where he doesn't have a health bar. I'd like that too. Where if I want to fly into space a thousand times before, I said this on a podcast that I years ago, if I want to fly into space pick up a planet and lob the planet, I can. If I don't want to go get that planet and bring it back, I can. Why? Because I'm Superman and he can do it. Yeah. Make it about the experience and not about some stupid game But what mechanic. about on the physics? That would change. Like, imagine if you threw a planet Yeah, but Superman just fly around the world, isn't it? And turn back to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Well, if you, we threw it directly into Earth and it cr- yeah, they crushed that. it. Good, you killed Earth, you went heal. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Bad Superman. <laughs> That's why she did Superman do whatever I want. Bad Superman. Where's he going now? Bad Superman. <laughs> Home. <laughs> yeah. Like, back to how far away is his... Is his uh, I know it's gone now. I know it's been exploded, but how... A long way, I guess. Yeah. Millions of light years. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. We had Somebody an argument knows. in the office the other day, didn't we, about... Um, about General Zod in the, yeah. in the 70, is it 79 or 80, the uh, Superman 2. Why does General Zod have a fucking receding hairline? 
However, <laughs> this has been argued that he would have been old enough to get a receding headline of course, on his yeah, own planet. Came to, yeah. That does not excuse the fucking new guy, Henry Cavill. Why, why has Superman got a receding headline? He's meant to be invincible. I don't believe anything that he does. I'm like, mate, you've got to get a Belgravia. Do you know what I'm talking about? You could do it as well. He's Superman. <sighs> well, I want that in the game. Do you want to visit Belgravia? <laughs> they, yes. couldn't, they couldn't put the things in it. Oh, no, it's put me off it. All right. That's the end. We've cut. That's it. That's it. It's the end of the video game UK podcast. We end talking about Belgravia, <laughs> Superman. <laughs> you never saw that coming, did you? Uh, as always, you know we're on the internet, videogamer.com. We're on YouTube, videogamer TV, Twitter, videogamer.com, Facebook, videogamer.com. Come. Oh, we're on Patreon as well. Obviously, if you want to come on the Video Gamer UK podcast, like Alec has done, it's just patreon.com forward slash videogamer. And we have merchandise. Apparently, I got this wrong last week. So all I'm going to do is head over to YouTube, look in the description for this video, and the link will be there if you want to buy a video game or t-shirt. And more designs are coming yeah, soon. including the follow video Tom. It's good. The Tom t-shirt's really Works. good. It's really good. It's got character to mm. it. Uh, we, are, we will answer the rest of your questions in the Patreon bit of the podcast. Uh, and if you've got any specific questions for any of us, you can get Burns at, on Twitter. At the Steve Bernio. Tom I is... Follow at VG Tomo. Obviously, I should have said that with the other stuff. I'm sorry, Tom, I screwed you. Alec, where are you? I'm at Alec, do you mind? Alec, do you mind? And you get me at Simon Miller 316. Thank you for downloading us. Thank you for listening. Back in a week. Yeah.